This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to WHL This Week. Ahead, we'll have a closer look at the Tri-City Americans through the eyes of General Manager Bob Torrey, the ups and downs of the season, and the battle for home ice advantage in Round 1. We'll take a closer look at the playoff chase in Medicine Ad, head coach GM Willie Desjardins talking about the turnaround season. And in Kelowna, the Rockets' recent run has them all but clinched a postseason berth. Head coach Chris Millette will break down their situation. Hey, what a week for Winnipeg Ice forward Zach Benson. He's the WHL Player of the Week. He'll be our guest. And the WHL has announced its Players of the Month for February. We'll take a look. First up. The Tri-City Americans are right in the fight for home ice advantage in round one of the WHL playoffs. And veteran general manager Bob Torrey at the helm in Kennewick, Washington, joins us on the WHL Weekly Radio Show. Bob, thanks for making time for us to explain what's going on down in Tri. Always a pleasure. Thanks, John. Hey, I have to think that you are probably pretty excited with where your team's at after missing the playoffs last year and now right in the mix and went through one of the, the hottest stretches of any team in the WHL a few weeks ago. There has to be you know, some optimism around your team this year. Yeah, we're certainly happy in a number of areas, both on and off. I, certainly the team is we're probably a year ahead of where we thought we'd be. We made some additions to our roster early in the year and battled some injuries and and have actually played quite well and like you said we did have that one hot stretch where things went really well we're in a little bit of a funk right now but for us the biggest thing now is to get prepared for the playoffs so be playing well going into the playoffs make sure you get your guys adequate rest and and take care of any injuries and bumps and bruises and it would be nice to get home ice but it'll probably go right down to the end between us prince george and everett to see how that four five six slots itself and uh in the end, it just matters that you're ready to go come playoff time. And, you know, it's been an exciting year. We added new seats into our building, which changed the atmosphere in our rink quite a bit. And I think we're starting to get the fans back post-COVID, which is exciting, I think, for all teams in the league. So um, I think all in all, it's a good year for the WHL with the number of high draft picks in the league and the league hosting the Memorial Cup. And then you throw in Seattle and Winnipeg and maybe even Portland and the quality of teams that are, are out there. It's uh, it's been an exciting year. Yeah, you're right, and thanks for hitting on all of those. And you have a really high-end draft pick uh, prospect in, in Lucas Dragasevic. And, you know, everyone wants to be a, a have a, a player that is a first-rounder from their team. And, you know, Lucas has sure grown, hasn't he, in his time in Tri-City? Yeah, he sure has. I mean, he came in last year at 16, like all 16-year-olds, and found his way. And this year he just sort of emerged and, and just uh, – had a super season from start to finish and you know you look at those numbers for a 16 year old defense or a 17 year old defense then it's you almost catch yourself like how is he how is he doing this but the biggest thing for lucas has been his consistency from start to finish i mean very seldom does he have a weak game and you know sometimes he has the games where he puts up big numbers but he's been very consistent right through your head coach Stu barnes i i think has done a great job there this season uh tremendous job john uh the second year, I mean, the first year is always tough, especially coming back from pro. And I think one of the other things we did was we added two new associate coaches this year. Um, we added Jody Hall, who was a longtime head coach in the OHL, and TJ Miller, who had worked with us as an intern in the past and was working with the Toronto Maple Leafs in their diversity program. And I think that what that did, it gave Stu more ability to delegate duties, uh, more time with video with players, more one-on-one touches with players with the expanded staff. I think that's had a, a tremendous impact. And 
he's been able to utilize for the most part four lines and and play all our guys and and uh like i said we we started a little slow but we had that hot streak that put us right up there and now now we're in that battle for that home ice which would be nice but not doesn't have to be ultimate you know it, being in the playoffs is as is important I look around the the league, Bob, and I and you have the biggest group of forwards in the WHL. Seen that on display a few times this season. Was that by design, or did it just sort of work out that way? Well, usually it just sort of works out that way, but it, it is a little bit by design. I mean, certainly, you know, um, over the years we've had some big forwards, uh, big players, and um, but we've also had some tremendous small guys. Like you look back at. Colton Yellowhorn and Cruz Reddick and Johnny Lazo and Brendan Shinneman. So, I mean, I think it takes a combination of a lot of things to make a team work. And, and uh, but we certainly, you know, we do have a large group when we play, when we play a power game, uh, you know, I think our team is quite effective and we play North South game and, and get on the cycle in the offensive zone. Uh, we can be quite effective. Uh, you know, we've had some good games with some of the elite teams like Seattle and Kamloops. So, that makes me think that, you know, we've made a lot of progress from the start of the year. Big weekend with that said, three and three with some of the top teams in the U.S. division. Is this a, a measuring stick weekend for your team, Bob? Yeah, I think a little bit. I mean, uh, we get through this weekend and then the schedule eases up a little bit. Like I said, I think more importantly is, and we've talked about this with the coaching staff, is just keeping everything positive and trying to play a good, solid game. I mean, obviously you want to win those games, but more importantly is to try to get back to playoff type of hockey where you're minimizing mistakes and, and making the other team beat you rather than giving them uh, opportunities because of breakdowns or decisions. So I think as much as it is, it isn't as well. It's, it's more of a case of, okay, we got 10 games left. Let's get our game in order. Let's get healthy. Let's manage the ice time so that come playoff time, we're, we're as good as we can possibly be. We're nearly six minutes into this, and we haven't even mentioned Jordan Gavin yet, the second overall pick uh, from the WHL Prospects draft. He's having a great 16-year-old season, I would think. Yeah, tremendous. Jordan is uh, he's an interesting player, very high hockey IQ. He's adapted very well. Uh, certainly he's, uh, he's put up tremendous numbers along with Berkeley Catton and Spokane for, for 16-year-olds. Uh, very low-maintenance, humble kid, so... Uh, you know, probably has exceeded expectations because, as you know, this is a tough league for young guys. But he's been given an opportunity to get some power play time and given an opportunity to play on a on a good line with with Jake Sloan, his, his billet uh, brother. And the future looks bright for him, for, specifically since he's a late birth date and he's really was 15 for most of the half of the year. So uh, he doesn't draft for two years. So he's at a a tremendous start. Wow, that that is incredible for sure. Uh, are you starting to size up a playoff opponent? We talked about the three teams moments ago, sort of in that four, five, six mix. Yourself, Prince George, uh, the Everett Silver Tips. You played Everett very tough this season. That would be quite the travel tri city to Prince George, and maybe that's why you want to avoid the Cougars in round one. But take me through a potential playoff opponent, Bob. Yeah, I mean we've played very well against Everett this year, even before they made their trades with Zellweger and Hoffer. So. Um, you know, that would be a good matchup. Travel would be fine. Certainly, uh, Portland has a high potent offense, but we've played some good hockey with them and we've got some games coming up with them. Uh, again, travel wouldn't be much. Prince George, I think we split with them, but they do have a very good hockey team, maybe a little underrated. People don't realize um, they've played very well lately. And, and certainly, you know, right now with their schedule, it looks like they might have the inside track to home ice, but you never know. But 
the downside of Prince George is now the travel. I don't know if you could get any further in the Western Conference <laughs> Tri-Cities to Prince George. Yeah. That, uh, you know, you'd probably have to play a 2-3-2. I don't know if you could do it any other way. Uh, I guess you could go the other way, but boy, that would be an extra trip for whoever comes out of that, out of that series. So, I mean, you kind of don't want to pick your poison because, you know, come playoff time, anybody can win. And then, uh, we're going to have to play good hockey to beat any of those teams, Everett, Portland or Prince George. Well, you've definitely done a good job retooling on the fly uh, in Tri-City in a situation now where you're battling for home ice advantage, uh, and that's uh, a feather in the cap. Bob, thanks for breaking down what's going on with the Tri-City Americans here on, on WHL this week. Always a pleasure, and all the best. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chenault Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Well, Medicine at Tigers are in a playoff race after missing the postseason last year. I spoke with Tigers coach and GM Willie Desjardins. Willie, first of all, I would think many would think that maybe you're overachieving this year with this hockey team. Uh, maybe not, but take me through how you think the year has gone. You're sitting in a playoff spot right now. Yeah, we're excited to be in a playoff spot for sure. Uh, you know, we've gone young the last couple of years, like really young last year. And, um, you know, we we're hoping to try to make a run at the playoffs this year. Didn't know if we'd quite get there. Um, but we've played pretty good of late. Um, you know, I think teams are taking us a little bit lightly, so it's going to get a little tougher from here on in. But uh, I do like our group. I, you know, we play pretty hard, and uh, we're getting better. I remember those uh, fast, speedy, and then bigger blue line Tigers teams from the 2000s and 2010s, and uh, it looks like that's what you're trying to build here once again. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we got a pretty, pretty solid defense. That's probably the best part of our game. Um, our forwards are young and we're trying to get a little quicker with them for sure. Uh, you know, I think that, um, uh, you know, you kind of always work with whatever you got. And, uh, you know, this year we did try to get a little bit more speed in the lineup. Wanted to ask you about Gavin McKenna. He's having a heck of a Canada winter games in PEI. You've had him in the lineup now for a handful of games on this side. Some people are trying to say he's like the next one uh, based on, you know, his tournament he's having. Uh, you've had a good look at him. First overall pick from a year ago. Uh, what do you see in Gavin McKenna and his ceiling? Well, that is the one reward for what we had last year and went through. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of knew we needed to rebuild. So we, we deserve a good player after going through that year. Um, and, but he is a good player. Uh, you know, you can't say where he's going to be. He's too young still. Uh, but every level he's at, he's done well. So we're just hoping that continues and uh, only time will tell with it. But he's a good player. In Kelowna, the Rockets are closing in on a playoff X beside their name, knowing they'll get a tough first-round opponent. More with Regan Bartell. Thanks, John. Well, the Rockets are playing some good hockey. Chris Millett, Kelowna Rocket head coach, joins us for a few minutes just to get his perspective on down the stretch here as you try to fend off Victoria and potentially try to catch Vancouver. I guess, uh, is it the old adage for you? Is it is it one game at a time at this point? Yeah, I think, I mean, we've been getting better and better um, each game progressively. We got more consistent in areas that obviously earlier in the year uh, had been our Achilles heel. So we're getting good goaltending right now. Guys are sacrificing and, and, you know, we're getting results because of it. And you're getting healthier, right? That makes a massive difference. Well, I mean, when you can insert a, a player like Andrew Crystal uh, back into your lineup, not only does he produce for your team right away, but he also gives confidence throughout the group that, you know, if there is a big moment that, uh, you know, he's usually around it. Uh, and it also solidifies some lines for us where we're able to, 
to kind of spread the wealth a little bit more and, and have a maybe a two-line attack or a three-line attack, um, which we hadn't had up until that point where we weren't healthy. When you look at a Kamloops, a Portland, a Seattle, those are the top dogs in the Western Conference. They play consistently well. When you look at your team or teams in the lower echelons of the conference, is it just inconsistent play? Is that the reason why teams like, let's say, yours struggle or look really good one night and don't look very good the next? Yeah, I think that's a that's a big piece uh, with it. I think also age comes into to, to play with teams that have some older players that have have gone through stretches where potentially they face a little bit of adversity. Depth is a big thing. Obviously, some teams they all go through injuries, but uh, I think that there's a little bit more depth potentially on those top teams. It has been it has been tough because it's you know one ill-advised decision or a, a bad penalty or you know goaltending was an issue and uh, you know bad uh, a bad goal here led to you know, a lot of those one-goal games that we weren't able to get over the hump with. So we're trying to get as consistent as possible in in our systematic play and and you know we are seeing results from it, but also it's gaining confidence within our group because of it. So. Yeah, it, the the top teams they they they've got a a group that uh, like I said leadership probably plays a big part of it as well guys that have been around and in Kamloops case you know they've traded for Holfer and obviously uh, Owen Zellweger two players that you know are, are big stage players so that just solidifies with their group and Stankoven and so on just go down the list in Seattle well we don't need to go there <laughs> right potentially if you would stay in the eighth seed you could face Seattle in round number one but hey Let's don't put the cart before the horse. Kelowna Rocketed coach Chris Millette for just a few minutes. The fact that you're playing for so much each and every night at this juncture of the year, is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? There's probably some teams that are right now in, in neutral because they maybe can't go higher. They can't go lower. They're just, they're in no man's land. You guys were in a similar situation, was it not last year, where you were, you were the fourth seed. You couldn't go up. You couldn't go down. You were stagnant. Yeah, I, I think that it's an opportunity to, to get some younger players into the game. It's an opportunity to allow some guys to heal up. Uh, but, no, we're fighting. We need every every horse that we've got in the room to be able to play on any given night. And I don't mind it. I, I mean, it's it's nice to, to, to have that pressure because last year in – I think what we won nine in a row going into playoffs and and obviously come into to Seattle who we weren't ready for what they were and they were very good and and battle tested they had some some big battles against uh, some division foes before and I don't mind being where we're at it would obviously be nice to have an X beside your name but um, you know what we're just going to continue to to try and build that uh that consistency, like you talked about, and we'll see where it takes us. John, that's the voice of Kelowna Rocket head coach Chris Millett. Yeah, the Rockets have a lot to play for in the final month of the regular season. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. Hey, what a week for Winnipeg Ice forward and top NHL draft eligible forward Zach Benson. He's the WHL Player of the Week. Brian Munns has more. Zach, for the second time this year, congratulations, the Western Hockey League's Player of the Week. Your thoughts on what you were able to do on the road as your club is close to completing this two-and-a-half-week tour. Yeah, I think uh, right from the first uh, game that we've had, uh, we've played full 60 minutes in uh, every game. Um, I think our last game versus Madison Hat obviously didn't go um, 
the way we wanted it to. But, um, you know, tomorrow night's a new night and we look to, uh, you know, kind of build off to uh, where we were before the Medicine Hat game. Let's take a look at the week that it was uh, against the Swift Current Broncos, a goal and an assist. Two days later in Calgary, you picked up a four-point morning against the Hitman. Maybe let's stop right there from playing the Broncos to an early game inside Scotiabank Saddledome. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, obviously it's super cool to play in the in the Saddledome, uh, NHL Arena. It was packed with uh, with students, so it was it was pretty cool to have one of those games. Um, you know, obviously bright and early, 11 a.m. You know, it was a little different, but uh, you know what, I enjoyed it. One assist in a 4-2 victory over the Red Deer Rebels. Uh, how about the way your hockey club was able to play against one of those upper echelon teams here in the Eastern Conference? Uh, yeah, it was a really good game. Uh, went right down to the wire. Um, obviously, we lost. Uh, we were short a couple bodies, so um, you know there's lots of ice time that game for our uh, nine players or nine forwards that were in. Um, but I think we did a great job, and uh, you know we uh, ultimately got the win. And then on Sunday, a six-point performance against the Edmonton Oil Kings. Three goals and three assists. Uh, yeah, it was uh, you know it was a good game. Uh, we switched lines up a bit, and um, I think me and Geeks found some chemistry and uh, you know lats there. So uh, it was a good game, and uh, you know um, the next night, uh, obviously, we had another good game. Expand on that because James Patrick has moved some of the pieces around on this current Western tour. Uh, what's that been like for you? As a group, as you kind of try and tinker a little bit here, is to you never know if you have to switch things up down the road. Uh, yeah, I think everyone's uh, just had an open mindset. Uh, they're always uh, everyone on this team's so good about it. We want to win. Um, so Jeep kind of just said, you know, you never know who you're going to be playing with uh, in the playoffs. Uh, you never know what happens. So um, I think he just wanted to try different uh, different people in different positions, and uh, you know what? I think it worked. You've been able to eclipse the 90-point mark. Is it something you had looked at coming into this year? Did you have any goals? Are you there yet? Uh, can you share anything with us in that regard? Um, yeah, I think everyone kind of has their personal goals. Um, you know, I'm not quite at mine yet. Um, I hope to get there. But, uh, yeah, it's obviously super cool uh, playing with some, some really good hockey players. i um, been playing with Matt Savoy and Connor McLennan most of the year. So um, we've found some good chemistry, and uh, we just look to keep going here. The last game your hockey club played in Medicine Hat, you lost, and now you get ready for back-to-back -back games coming up this weekend against Regina and Brandon. Did you notice a little bit of extra coming from the Tigers and probably expect that same from the Pats and Wheat Kings here as they're in that mix of six or seven teams that are battling for a playoff spot? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Med Hat, you could tell they're desperate. Um, you know, those points are huge for them, and uh, I don't think we did our uh, best job of uh, defending. Um, so I think uh, these next two games, uh, these two teams are in the same boat. Um, you know, they're both fighting for that, that last playoff spot or the last couple playoff spots. So, um, you know, we gotta, we got to play our game. we got to stick to our system, and uh, I think we'll be good. Finally, how about the matchup here against Regina? Obviously, it's a nationally televised game on TSN. You're close with number 98, so you've seen them on this trip already, too. What do you take out of that game and, and look at here specifically for this game against Regina? Uh, yeah, I thought we played a, a full 60 that game. Um, you know, they're a good team. They got uh, some high-end players. Um, obviously, with Bedard, uh, uh, he's a special player. you got to limit his time and space. And um, I think last game we did a pretty good job of that. But uh, I think we can do a better job tomorrow night. Congratulations again, the Western Hockey League's Player of the Week. Yeah, thank you. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. 
Prince George Cougars forward Chase Wheatcroft has been named the McSweeney's WHL Player of the Month for February. Jackson Weed, Chase Wheatcroft scores! This is number 40 from Chase Wheatcroft, and the Cougars have a 5 nothing lead! Wheatcroft led all WHL skaters with 28 points, 12 goals, and 16 assists during the month, helping the Cougars go to a 10-2 record and clinch a berth in the 2023 WHL playoffs. Seattle Thunderbirds goaltender Thomas Millich has been named the WHL Goaltender of the Month for February. The 2023 NHL draft prospect surrendered just 11 goals in seven appearances in February. He finished 7-0 with a 1.55 goals against average and a 9.44 save percentage along with two shutouts. And Regina Pats forward Alexander Suzdalev has been named the WHL Rookie of the Month. No stranger to this award. He also picked it up back in December. Washington Capitals prospect led all first-year players with nine goals in the month, finishing with 15 points in 10 games. Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to Regan Bartell in Kelowna and Brian Munns with the Winnipeg Ice. Thanks, guys. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening.